Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. (laughs) I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. How do I make peace with my money situation on this episode of Shauna Shares Community Q&A? You're listening to Millennial Money with award-winning money expert and serial entrepreneur, Shauna Come to Game, where we flip the script on the old school approach to everything your parents never taught you about money. Each week, Shauna creates a safe space by talking with special guests from around the world. 
about money wellness, entrepreneurship, traveling like a boss, and what makes millennials tick. Unique stories, trailblazing perspectives, tips, tricks, and everything there is to know about money. Find it all here as you uncover your money story and unlock the life you want to live. Pretty cool, right? Here's Shauna, money expert, Indiana Hoosier, and burger aficionado. Whatever you're saving up for, a CD from Sandy Spring Bank lets you grow your savings at a guaranteed rate. Right now, earn interest at 4.5% APY on an 8-month CD special or 4.25% APY on a 14-month CD special. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com slash cdspecials. Minimum opening deposit to earn the annual percentage yield is $500 for the 8-month CD special and $2,500 for the 14-month CD special. Member FDIC. Welcome back to another episode of Shauna Shares, where I tackle your listener questions. I've been playing around with this episode. I've put it on Sunday a few times. I've put it on Thursdays a few times. But there's something about sharing your stories and answering your questions that just really feels like a good Sunday episode, something that you can just listen to in the background, maybe when you're cooking dinner or you're hanging out outside or Maybe you like to go for a run or a walk. I don't know, whatever you like to do on your Sunday. This episode just kind of feels like that's the place it sits. So that's what we shall do going forward. So today's question comes from Risha. And Risha says, Hi, Shauna. Thank you so much for taking the time to answer my question. I really want to make 2022 better than the year prior. I've had a lot of anxiety and stress around money and just started realizing it after listening to your show. I always wondered why I would get so stressed out when I look at my bank account or when my credit card balance wasn't decreasing so much, but then I would go and spend more money and have even more anxiety. It's crazy to me that we do these sorts of things as humans. I do have a good job and make what most might consider a good living, but things fall apart for me every month. I always think I'm going to end up with more money but I don't. I always think that I'm going to wake up one day and just suddenly not be stressed or anxious about money or my future, but I don't. I heard you say in one episode, I think it was about a year ago, that you have to first make peace with your money situation before you can move forward. I actually wrote that down in the notes on my phone and I keep coming back to it. Can you give me some tips or thoughts, things to journal about, anything really to help me move towards peace? I really don't want to spend the rest of my life stressed out about money. When I look at my take-home pay, I just shouldn't feel that way. I imagine someone else out there is feeling the same thing. Actually, maybe we're all ready to make peace. I think that's what I love about the show. You always make me feel special with your non-judgmental approach. It's just so heartwarming. Seriously, thank you. Okay, I know this is a big question, but would love your thoughts. Risha, first off. So glad you asked this question because you hit the nail on the head. You were so right. So many of us are stuck in this endless loop of stress, anxiety, fear, you name it. And I have been there way, way, way too many times to even count myself. And this podcast, honestly, is part of my own journey through a lot of those things that are that are tough to figure out, the, the emotional side of money and How can you come to peace with where you're at and what you've done in the past and not knowing the future? Those are all really scary things. So of course, I have a lot to say about this. So I'm going to try to get my thoughts together so it will be be helpful for you. 
I've been interested in this idea for some time now. Really, money is just a man-made piece of paper, if you will. Yes, we have digital currency, but in essence, money was first created as paper and coins and that we would exchange that for all sorts of things. Because it's essentially paper, it doesn't come with feelings. You are the one who attaches the feelings, good or bad, to money. So simply put, money is just this tool. It's like a a hammer or, or a screwdriver. Now, we all know that money touches everything in life. That's really kind of the crux of the show. And it's why I say we need to have conversations about everything in life. Because when we get to the bottom of it, there is something fundamentally there that has to do with money. It's how we pay our bills. It's how we go to eat. It's how we put clothes on our back. We travel and we live life. You name it. So yeah, without money, life is tough. Let's not, let's not sugarcoat that. Money has been used to separate us, not only here in the United States, but also around the world. We've let money define our identity. I don't know if you've ever had those moments where you've looked at your bank account and whatever that number is, it suddenly was a judgment or reflection on yourself. Maybe you felt either really good, like, yeah, man, look at that money in my bank account. I just feel awesome. I feel like such a good person. I feel like I've done everything right. And then sometimes you've looked at the bank account and there's been fear and judgment and doubt and every negative emotion you could possibly talk about because you you suddenly felt lesser than. You felt unworthy. You felt, I don't know, there isn't really a good word other than you just felt really bad. So I, I, if you've been in that place, maybe you're in that place now. I just need you to know that you're not alone, and that's something that's very common. Money's also been used to divide us up, and I think to really keep us stuck. We can look back at uh, the Great Depression, 2008, 2009, housing crisis, anything, and honestly, there is, there's a tie to money, the negative side of money, greed, further separation, loss, even suicide, and massive depression as a result of this man-made thing that is essentially paper and coins. I mean, when you think about it from that perspective, it just feels really ridiculous. And yet it's probably one of the most important things in our life. Just talking about this, it, it, it gets me super angry. I, I get super angry about how we've let money dictate who we are as people. It's also limited, I believe, our authenticity in the world. A lot of us don't show up who we need to be in the world because we feel so ashamed of something that happened to us financially or literally the amount of money in our bank account. And it's all just feels really misconstrued it just but it's also like how do we hop off that train right like how do we how do we get off how do we get to a better place and i wish i had the answers i don't uh, hopefully it's just through having these types of conversations and us all recognizing the somewhat absurdity of it all so you see risha it's it's no wonder that you feel anxiety and stress around money. 
It's like the whole world was set up for you to have this reaction. Particularly here in the U.S., we live in a very money scarcity environment. We are unconsciously taught three main false beliefs around money. Number one, that money is limited, that there isn't enough to go around. So if you make money, I can't make money. I can't be who I need to be because you're out there slaying and vice versa. And that is completely false. There's obviously more than enough money to go around. We could just print more of it. In fact, we have in the last few years. The second lie is that you have to work super hard to get it. Now, this is something where I've really struggled with and (laughs) I'm learning, I'm trying to learn a better way around this, a better mindset here, because it's really easy to think that you have to work 80 hours a week or whatever that number is a week in order for you to be worthy of money, worthy of abundance. And that's not true. I think the truth is that you have to go out in the world every day and you have to do your thing that is your calling and you have to do the best to your ability. And that if you did that, you would be, I don't even want to use the word rewarded. I think that's a really bad word to use. But if we all were just able to walk in what we're really good at every single day, I just think the world might change. Maybe we could break that that stereotype. The number three lie is that money makes you a bad person. And this is something I think particularly for women, we feel like if we make money, We are greedy. We are just this horrible person. And so we've let money, again, define something that is not true. Now, it's it's what you do with the money. So if you're using the money you have in bad ways, yeah, of course. But there's plenty of people that are very wealthy that use money in a good way, that give back, that help people, that change lives. So it's more about what you do with the money. So I have believed all of these three lies, misbeliefs, whatever you want to call them in the past, especially that, again, if I was making money, that meant that someone else wouldn't be able to make money. It's just ridiculous. It is just ridiculous. So Risha, you asked about some journaling prompts. So here are a few that can help you uncover some of the blocks you might you might be feeling. The first one is, what emotion or emotions are you holding on to about money? So what is kind of your overall theme about money? In what ways do you feel like money keeps you stuck? How have you attached your identity to money? That's a big one. In what ways did your parents or whoever raised you talk about money? And if money didn't exist, how would your days, weeks, months, years change? Those are just a few to get you started. Now, on to the peace part. So we understand that money holds this great power over us, but to some extent, we get to decide the emotions we place on money. Let me give you an example. I had the privilege of coaching two different people about five years ago on how they would use their money that they have in their bank account right now to achieve their goals. They both were at somewhat opposite ends of the spectrum. So person number one made about 38500 at their job. They also had about $26,000 in student loan debt, about $1,000 in credit card debt, and somewhere around a 690 credit score. 
And they acknowledged that they felt oftentimes very scared of money because of their parents' relationship with money. Person number two made about $106,000 at their job, had about $38,000 in student loan debt, about $8,000 on a credit card, and about a 725 credit score. But in no way, in no way, (laughs) wanted to talk about the emotional side of money with me. They just wanted pure strategy. In those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, Earnit provides the financial momentum you need to keep moving forward. Earnit is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnit app and verify your paycheck. Then you access up to $100 a day as you work and you can leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I honestly would use Earnin in lots of different ways, but what's on my mind recently is I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas and celebrate you all helping this podcast earn 26 million downloads. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. Gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin' Money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin' Money under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because, let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals, so you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash ETM. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks, and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash ETM. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash ETM for your extended 30-day free trial. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. 
When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. I'll spent more time with family lately. It can feel like old times, but your mind is on the future too and what you can do to shape it. At Sandy Spring Bank, we work with clients to help them grow and protect their money with wealth management, trust services, and insurance so they can enjoy today and ultimately pass along their wealth. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your dreams. Visit sandyspringbank.com wealth. Wealth and insurance products are not FDIC insured, not guaranteed, and may lose value. So person number one, we dove into their beliefs around money, their habits, the system they used every month when money comes in, how are they tracking their spending. We work to identify triggers to spend their money on stuff that they didn't even like or really need. We just spend because that's what we do. So we have to identify those triggers so that we can kind of stop that action. We also worked on valuing their skills and negotiation language at work to really bump up their pay. And in six months, they got a raise up to $46,000. They were able to pay off about $2,000 in student loan debt, paid off the credit card, raised their credit score to about 720. But more than that, person number one cultivated healthy money habits and emotions around money. And this was just the beginning. Even small steps that they took along the way was a victory lap in breaking down money, anxiety, and stress. So when they had a month that didn't go so well, they just regrouped and got back on track without tearing themselves down. So they were able to keep those habits going without attaching the emotion of maybe this month didn't go so well to their money, right? There was this separation that happened. So it allowed them to go out and live the rest of their life without just constantly feeling stressed about money. So person number two We didn't focus at all on the emotional side of money. They did not want this. We did pure strategy. So their goal was to pay off the debt. So we created a debt payoff plan based around their highest interest rate debt, created an easy cash tracker system, and then decided to check back in about six months. Three months in, they contacted me again saying that the strategy wasn't working. In fact, their debt was actually going higher and they couldn't figure out why. When we dove in, I saw they were switching debt payoff strategies each month. Everything was just kind of a mess. So just a little FYI, if you use what I call a sprinkler method to pay off your debt, meaning you are spraying money everywhere without a strategy, the debt isn't going to go down. So we got back on the strategy and decided to check back in three months. And as you guessed, in three months, they were back in the same situation. More debt, more stress more frustration. So my point is on paper, person number two looked like they were in a much better position to really build wealth, to pay off the debt. And should then, I mean, if we're going to equate 
those sorts of things to happy should ultimately have been happier. But that isn't the case. Making peace with your money is about more than just accepting where you're at. It's also an understanding of all this crap that goes with money, the scarcity, the beliefs from childhood, your relationships and their money beliefs, what you learn on TV and social media, and honestly, understanding the root of what is stressing you out about money. And a lot of times somebody might say, well, it's because I don't have enough money. Okay, totally get that. But what's below that? Are you afraid that you're going to lose your house? Are you afraid that your kids might be taken away from you? Are you like, where is the the bottom? Where's the foundation of this? Because once we identify that, we can start the road to recovery. Now, let me pause here, Risha. Yes, the stress of not having money is, is a good enough reason to feel anxious all the time. I really don't want to discount that. But what I do want to focus on is the part of making peace with your money situation is also realizing just how much you actually do control. You can learn a new skill and increase your income. Can you start a side hustle? We've had so many people on this show talk about really low-cost ways to start side hustles that even if they just generated a couple of hundred dollars a month, think about what that could do in terms of just your monthly cash flow. Can you commit to looking at where you're spending your money every week and just make changes on things that you really don't care about, that really don't matter to you? Can you ask a friend to help be your accountability partner or find a a mentor? Is there anything you can do, something small that might help reduce at least a fraction of your anxiety and stress? Sometimes the answer is no. That's just, if I'm going to be honest with you, sometimes the answer is no. But the majority of the time, the answer is yes, there is something. There is something that I can do. And I think making peace is also saying, I might be here right now with my money, but this isn't where I'm staying. So by this time next year, I want to blank with my money, whatever that is. I want you to fill in whatever feels most powerful for you. But there is something very measurable, I should say, about declaring what it is that you want to change. Because it's like you're making a promise to yourself and your brain goes, oh, hey, okay, here's a promise. She, he, they, we're stepping it up. We're stepping the game up. And you're not always going to make every decision perfectly, but it's not about perfection. Money is not about perfection. It's about small little steps. Sometimes you sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, uh, sometimes nothing happens. I mean, it's just all about taking those steps. I'm sorry, but I have the best dog ever. Her name is Winnie Stardust. She is a mini golden mountain doodle full of life, and I would do just about anything to keep her happy, healthy, and safe. Today's episode is sponsored by the ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program. Your pet is part of your family and you want to do the best for them, but vet bills can really add up. We jokingly keep telling Winnie she needs to get a job to pay for her vet bill. That's why you should check out pet insurance. And with ASPCA Pet Health Insurance, you can focus on the care your pet deserves and cover what matters most. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program offers customized accident and illness plans making it easier for pet parents like you to help your pet get the care they need. 
The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program has been around for over 18 years, and they've helped more than 600,000 pets during that time. They allow you to customize your plan, helping to ensure that your pet's plan is as unique as they are. Because vet bills can really add up, especially when you are least expecting it. It's simple. Use their app to submit a claim and you'll receive reimbursement for eligible vet bills directly into your bank account. To explore coverage, visit ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. That's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. Again, that's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. This is a paid advertisement. Insurance is underwritten by either Independent American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by PTZ Insurance Agency Limited. The ASPCA is not an insurer, is not engaged in the business of insurance. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited and it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm. And I think also therapy is a great option. I'm a huge proponent of therapy mixed with learning more about your money. So a therapist can help you come up with actionable strategies to deal with anxiety and stress and then turn to a money expert to learn more about the money how-tos for whatever it is you're trying to overcome or you're trying to achieve. The toughest part is just putting something into action, but that's where you come in. Each day you get to choose. So it's that actionable step that really is going to make a difference. So something I started to do a while ago that you're happy to steal if this works for you is just asking myself this question every morning. What role do I want money to play in my life today? And what's one thing I'm going to do to better my relationship with money today? It's like any relationship that you have in your life, whether it's a sibling or a parent or a partner you kind of got to work at the relationship or the relationship doesn't go anywhere. I mean, I have certain people in my life where I would love to have a better relationship with them, but I also know that it's kind of a two-way street that I have to work at it and they have to work at it. So it's the same thing with money. I want you to view it like it's it's a thing and you got to give it a little TLC, right? 
um, even though it's, yeah, it's an inanimate object, right? But we're, we're saying here in this episode that money just has a lot of great power in our life. So just like any relationship, we have to, we have to work with it. I think so much of money anxiety comes from just thinking constantly about the past and then worrying about the future when you just need to live in the present and just deal with what's on tap for today. So those are just some of my thoughts, Risha. Obviously, I could go way more in depth on this on this topic. And there isn't a magic bullet to start making peace with your money. But even asking the question is just a great first step, I think. You realize that money does bring anxiety and stress and that you don't want that heavy load in your life any longer. You should be really proud of yourself. I will make sure and list off the journal prompts and maybe a few others in the show notes if you're interested. If you're not a journaler, I highly suggest you just try this. Get out a piece of paper or open a new Word document and just start writing out some thoughts about your relationship with money, what role it's played in your life, what role you want to play in your life. Maybe think back about what you learned from your childhood The statistics are that by age seven, our money personality is pretty much set in stone. Like everything we've learned up to age seven is pretty much like an unconscious uh, print on us. And so it's easy to go through life kind of repeating the same things over and over again until we stop and we think about, wait, how did we learn about money? What did we see in our household? And how is that maybe just kind of unconsciously happening on a day-to-day basis today, maybe those things are some things I need to change. Maybe there's some good things also from your childhood that you're like, wow, okay, I need to actually like step more into that. Whatever it might be, it's this awareness point that is really going to start make, start really going to start making change for you. And it's, again, it's not an overnight fix, but it goes a really long way to help you work through some of that anxiety, stress, or just your emotions around money. If you have a question or a success story that you want me to talk about in a Shauna Shares episode, I want to feature it. So head on over to the show notes and fill out the quick questionnaire. You can say that you want to remain anonymous. That's totally fine with me. But I'm going to answer a question a week or share a success story a week on these Sunday episodes. So I hope you continue to tune in and um, yeah, just keep sending these amazing questions. Thank you again, Risha, for this one. I know that this has probably helped so many people. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, do me a favor and share it with a friend or family member, somebody who you know, hey, might also just need to feel a little bit better about money. You can head to the show notes for all the links to our amazing episode sponsors, and I'll see you back here in a few days for a brand new episode. Hey, you. Yes, you. Before you go, we want to say thanks for listening to this episode of Millennial Money. For all the links, tags, and ads you've heard on today's episode, check out the show notes or go to mmoneypodcast.com, where you'll find more episodes to share with your friends. While you're at it, leave us a review and make sure to subscribe wherever you listen so you don't miss out on all the money tips and tricks that will take you from a millennial regular to a millennial money expert. See you back here in a few days with a fresh new episode.
When it comes to work, communication is key. Even if you don't have a writing job, sounding unconfident, indecisive, or passive-aggressive can hold you back professionally and hurt your team's productivity. Grammarly Premium's advanced tone suggestions make sure you're always sending the right message. Sound clear and confident in your writing and automatically replace negative-leaning language with solution-focused alternatives. With Grammarly's help, you can build stronger relationships at work, be constructive in the face of challenges, and help your team get things done. Grammarly works where you do, so your team's projects get done before the deadline. And with features like comprehensive spelling, grammar, and clarity-focused sentence rewrites, Grammarly helps keep your writing efficient and mistake-free. The right tone can move any project forward. Get it just right with Grammarly. Go to grammarly.com slash podcast to sign up for free. Then get 20% off when you upgrade to premium. That's 20% off at grammarly.com slash podcast.